welcome to Nutrition Grad Guide. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I created this podcast to help nutrition grads just like you navigate your way into a career and a life that you love. In each episode, I'm going to bring you interviews with experts in the nutrition and health field, exploring a range of different career pathways. We'll learn about what they do, how they got there, and their advice to help you grow a successful career as a nutritionist or a natural health professional. Thank you for tuning in. This week's guest is the lovely Chanel Siegman, who I'm very excited to have here. Um, You may have heard of her because she is very well known for her beautiful websites for natural health practitioners. So Chanel is fantastic when it comes to branding, web design and graphic design, and she offers a range of packages and one-on-one services um, and even some templates that we can buy and plug in ourselves. So Chanel is going to be chatting all about that, but also about the other side of her business, which is her clinical practice side. So she is a naturopath and does still practice seeing clients as a naturopath. So she is one very busy lady and a mum amongst all of that. So this is going to be an amazing episode hearing about how Chanel does all these incredible things while also balancing a family life. So thank you so much for making the time to be here with me today, today, Chanel. I'm really looking forward to this. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Let's get into it by chatting about what first got you interested in nutrition and naturopathy. Yeah, so actually my um, husband paid for me to go see a naturopath based um, in Perth where we live uh, because I was having lots of menstrual issues. Mm -hmm. I think I was in my early 20s back then and I was like, what's a naturopath? I have no idea. Uh, And I was running like a really high-paced job in human resources back then and I saw this naturopath and he completely blew my mind just absolutely amazing walked out of this consult going no I won't just change my career I won't do that again for the third time (laughs) (laughs) and uh, it took me about nine months and a few obviously like follow-ups and things like that to realize that this is what I was searching for Mm -hmm. because when I was a human resources officer um, you know, I enjoy doing the employment side, like hiring people and making sure they enjoyed their job and, um, you know, the processes of being inside that business. But it was always missing this little human element that, for me, I found in naturopathy about helping people and um, really helping them properly rather than just blanket terming things and band-aiding things. So I, uh, I started studying at Endeavour College. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually got halfway through. And this was at the time when they were looking at changing the education um, requirements. And I actually jumped shipped and went online with Ivy College and worked so hard to get a double advanced diploma so I could get out there and actually practice. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's cool. So what was that experience like swapping from one uni to the online? I tend to work better when I can work at my own pace. I think I hyper-focus quite a lot. And like for me, I just, I found it easier to work online rather than be restricted to timetables and things like that. Like I didn't have kids back then, but I managed to get it done a lot faster, even though I've worked out that I'm the type of person that waits till the last minute and then gets everything done, (laughs) which isn't good for your adrenal glands. Because I can tell you, I, I did well over the external clinic placement that I had to do and learnt so much being in an external clinic oh yeah that would have been really valuable 
it really was like I just got I worked with a different um a couple of different locations and different clinics and um just you know everyone works so differently as you'd know as a practitioner everyone works so differently that you can't get when you're you know in the books yeah so true so were you shadowing other practitioners is that how it worked when you were on the external yeah so I was working in a clinic um doing dispensary help um you know running the reception making sure everyone's booked in um, through to actually sitting in on the consultations and discussing the cases around the table um, to kind of get what they would do and I'd kind of sit there after and go well what would I what, what would I do um, because you know I'm a I was a new grad and mm. you know I was still learning these people have been in the industry for 20 20 years yeah yeah such a great thing to do you would learn so much not just about the um, nutrition and naturopathy side of it and how they were treating people but also all like the business side of it I feel like because I had that background in human resources and prior to that I was in real estate. Yep. It it that side of it for me was always easy. Mhm. That's good. So I I'd, I'd always found, you know, running a business didn't scare me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I could quite easily go out there and make a flyer or, you know, design something or, you know, do a little bit of copywriting through to just running the business side of it wasn't the hard part the scary part for me was probably like my first real consult that that scared me yeah that was like oh I'm doing this for real you know yeah scary but exciting absolutely so when you you did that external clinic placement stuff and then did you go out and practice on your own yeah so I uh, got my piece of paper I think I was the first person to graduate with Ivy College um and (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty cool. I um, actually got flown over before I graduated uh, to, I was nominated for one of the student awards. So it was just kind of a busy year. But once I graduated, I actually opened up my clinic um, from my third bedroom in my in my house. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Where we all start. <laughs> yeah. It's a great place to start. No overheads. <laughs> yeah, no, there wasn't. And I had a, a decent um, chunk of change to be able to put towards the clinic. So I, I got... Um, both the clinical um, packs in regards to the, herb, the herbs go and I also got an iridology camera uh, and a few other things and started my process of marketing and it was really really busy and then I got pregnant <laughs> <laughs> yeah and did that change things did you have to taper back yeah yeah, yeah I did um, look I was I was quite unwell in the first trimester of that pregnancy with my son uh, mm. and then it was full force once I was feeling feeling well I was working uh, two days a week. I think I was doing a Thursday and a Saturday. Um, and we basically, I did everything from, from the marketing through to the consulting, through to the treatment plans and the ordering. Um, and back then I, there wasn't really much of the patient ordering that was kind of coming in. So I had a decent dispensary mm-hmm. and I just kind of, yeah, worked in our, in our third bedroom, um, doing face-to-face consultations and helping a lot of people. I didn't really niche as much as what I am now I didn't niche back then yeah Uh, so I was seeing a variety of different um, issues yeah and so at what point did you start to bring in more of your um, design skills was that after you gave birth to your son yeah I did so I was actually talking to Tammy Guest and going I don't know what to do it was it was really hard to juggle consulting and having a baby yeah I can imagine and it wasn't something I was really prepared for yeah you know like I was still consulting he was seeing in a bouncer and I'm going this is just too tiring I don't have the 
the mental capacity to give that client what they need yeah and it was a slower process than what I would like it to be like I'm um I do like to do it in the consultation if I can but a lot of the time I'm I'm blocking out 15 minutes after my consultation just so I can get that done um you know send that off and get that sorted so mm-hmm. you know when you've got a child you don't know when you're sleeping you don't know when you'll get a shower alone it's just it's it definitely turns your life on its head yeah so by moving more towards those design offerings, are you, were you able to better fit that around having a son? Yeah, definitely. I, I felt like I didn't have to block out, you know, half a day for consultations and get dressed and, you know, look the part and clean the house and do all those things. I could do it from the couch on my laptop, you know, like if he'd had a, a nap, I could do it while he was napping or, you know, if my husband was home he could go take him and I could get some work done. But there was no restrictions of I must be, you know, consulting at nine o'clock. It was I've got this this task to do. Yeah. It doesn't matter when I get it done. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. And did you right away start offering that specifically to natural health professionals and helping them with their website and their branding or was it sort of just open to anyone at the start? No, I kind of just stayed within our field. Um because I felt like there wasn't anyone really doing it. Yeah. And by you having that experience in the field, that would be so valuable when you're putting other people's things together. It definitely streamlines it. Like I've worked with um, other designers prior to this and they don't have any knowledge in the industry and it just, it just misfits. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So tell us a little bit more about what your current offerings are on that front and then we'll chat more about your naturopathic side of things later. Sure. So at the moment I am offering website design. I generally uh, build with Squarespace but I can build with um, WordPress and Wix and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I have recently launched a website template shop. So I've got one in there at the moment but I'm looking at expanding it. Uh, so there'll be options for, say, new grads or businesses that don't necessarily want to go down the custom route. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more financially um, affordable than, say, a custom website. And um, I just found that a lot of the time the templates that were out there were um, too complex for practitioners or they weren't industry-specific or, um, you know, it just it was really overwhelming. So I start, I start, I've started offering them yeah. um, and I've also got on there things like an SEO checklist uh, for Wix, one for WordPress and one for Squarespace because I know that's an area that many of us need to work on. Yeah. Oh, so helpful. That's like a whole nother like wormhole, rabbit hole to go down, isn't it? Oh, gosh, yes. (laughs) It's huge. Yeah, it definitely is. (laughs) Yeah, things like that. And and this year year alone I actually started offering branding because I was working with practitioners, um, and small businesses that just wanted a website but actually didn't have a logo, they didn't have their colours, they didn't have, you know, any photography or anything. And I'm going, well, how can I build a website (laughs) when I don't have this branding, this basis of what it should be built on? And, yes, I could offer advice on that. Um, So I do do now do branding and website design and I've got some e-books in there and some templates. So I'm just trying to, you know, give, give us health practitioners the things that we need to kind of, get our business running properly rather than just um, you know solely relying on social media or solely relying on word of mouth or um, you know like the grads that come out 
from from college going oh I've got no clients and they're sitting there going what do I do like you you've got this option now of going here's this template or here's this this uh, website that we can build so once you're out of college you can hit the ground running yeah so important and actually what would you say is the importance of having something like a website and having like your branding down as a new practitioner or an established practitioner like for me when I was studying I was so excited and I was full of lots of different ideas so I actually started with a WordPress site completely different business name then I moved to Wix you know I was just fiddling around with things and now I have my whole business on Squarespace Mm-hmm. And I've completely renamed it. So I've gone from my business name was called With Wellness prior to that, which is such a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up renaming it just to my name. Yeah. Because I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to do this multi-modality clinic dream that I had. I don't want that overhead. I don't want that stress. I just want to run my clinic. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think the first point of call for people is one, sorting out what your business name is, you know, having that ABN through to at least having your branding done. So that's your logos, your colours, the way you speak, um, you know, the way your social media posts are written. Yeah. If you have that as a starting point, then you can jump on and, and, and either DIY or get, get me to build a site. Mm-hmm. Because if you're solely relying on just social media, you don't have a place for blogs. You don't have a place for a newsletter list. You don't have that space of, I would even call it like a professional level of a business because the first thing someone's going to do is either jump on Google or jump on on Facebook. And if you haven't posted Mm. in four months, they're going to go, well, who is this person? It's just the, the pressure of, you know, modern day business nowadays. Yeah, so true. They expect us to be everywhere these days, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really do. But yeah, I find a website is a really good like home for everything that you do where you can include things like you said, like the blog posts, recipes, if that's what you're interested in as well. Mm. Um, and even yeah. what your services are on Instagram, it can be really hard to see what someone actually offers. So you click through to see what they offer um, and book in with them even, like a booking system that can all be linked. Definitely, yeah. So like on my clinic site at this point in time, I've got who I am, what my services are, really like spelled out easy for people to know because it's not an industry that's well known. It's getting there. Yeah. But explaining to someone what happens in their naturopathic consultation should be on your services page. I've got products in my shop that passively sell. So I sell Zazen water filters. Um, I am in the process of adding a few more products in there um, so people can just go buy them without coming for a consultation. I'm sorting packages. I've got FAQs in there. I've got, you know, general stuff that if you were to put on social media, it just gets lost. Yeah. (laughs) So you'd have to constantly post it, which is why it's best to have that hub and that space. Um, So you can always go, come to my website, come to my website, because if they're on the website, they're going to find more information and there's a high chance they're going to book you in. Yeah, or sign up for your mailing list and then it's easier to stay. That's right. Build that relationship. That's right. And then then should you put a blog in or you want to keep them updated with what's happening in the clinic? So like I'm going on holidays, we've sent an email out saying I'm going on holidays and I've had a few people apply going, oh no, I, I need some more products or um, you know, have a great time or this or that. Like you, you constantly, and you can schedule all of that out, but you constantly are in someone's thought process. Yeah, yeah. 
keeping that relationship like yeah up to date and yeah nurturing it yeah that's right yeah amazing and so what would you say the balance between your design work and your current clinical practice is I'd probably say I work full-time doing tech for prax yeah and I'd say part-time with clinic I work on Saturday mornings uh, usually face-to-face or Zoom, depending on what's happening um, in my in my fourth bedroom because we've moved houses since um, I started this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> which is good because it's right next to the garage and no one goes to the house. It's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worked out well. It, 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 we actually pitched the house purely because of that. So Love that. <laughs> the, the accessibility was a key sort of thing for us is making sure there was a um, – a bathroom right near the, the office and things like that. So, yeah, on, yeah, so on Saturday mornings, I will consult. I usually do about 8.30 till midday and then have those 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 15-minute gaps between each client to either get the treatment protocol out um, or have a snack or, you know, have a bit of a rest. Yeah. And then during the week, I've got a babysitter and I've got my beautiful mother-in-law um, who take care of my three-and-a-half-year-old. And I will get that work done or sometimes I'm not the best with my sleep hygiene and I'll stay up a little bit later and get it done while he's asleep. So, yeah, well, it makes sense. It sounds like you've got like a decent balance there. Um, and yeah, you do well to do so much and still have a bub. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so how would you say you market your businesses? Does it vary business to business? Uh, I'd say the same principles are there. Yeah. So um, with my clinic at this point in time, because I'm looking at winding it down um, because I'm going into maternity leave again at the end of the year. Congratulations. I'm, thank you. Yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting time. Yeah, so I'm wanting to um, only post about three times a week. I, I generally find most of my clients are on Instagram more so than Facebook, but mm-hmm. at this point in time, um, I'm posting three times a week um, on Instagram and then I will either schedule in at a different time or if I'm pressed for time, I'll just automatically push it across onto Facebook. So there is some movement going on there. I don't get a lot of messages on my Facebook, um, you know, asking for people to book in, even though I've got the booking button at the top on the on the banner. Um, generally, I'll, I'll have conversations with people in Instagram, DMing me or commenting on something um, which is why I've got the their special link set up where they can go, um, you know, go book in with me or sign up for the newsletter or see what my latest blogs are and things like that. So rather than just having my website link. Yep. Um, but that's what I'm doing for clinic. Um, my plan for that is to just basically get a few of those more passive things going for the for the rest of the year rather than consult consulting yeah um purely because I think the juggle is going to get a little bit harder having two kids oh definitely yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I've kind of forgotten what it's like so and then for me because I did find that running tech for tech for prax was really enjoyable um and there was a lot more freedom and flexibility with you know when I did things and how I did things and um you know who I worked with yeah then that's going to take precedence so it's not necessarily about posting on social media um, every single day. It's more about having quality posts. So the other day I did one on tips. Um, today I've done one on, you know, joining the newsletter because I'm looking at 
all avenues of who's on social media, who's not on social media, what things as practitioners do we need to know? Yeah, so true. Yeah. And so do you find word of mouth is good for your business as well? Because I feel like, I don't know if it's just the people I talk to, but everyone knows who you are and what you do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I feel like you're very well known, for example, in um, the Naturepreneur Hub, like you're often active in there or people are commenting whenever someone needs anything designed. Yeah, I get tagged in so many things. It's quite nice. Um, (laughs) You know, I've been I've been doing this for about four years and mouth is definitely it's definitely huge yeah it's like I get word of mouth with my clinic but for me for tech for prax like yeah for the people I work with I'm I am so grateful that they tag me and they you know write lovely reviews and they go go work with this person it definitely I'd say the the top sort of ones that I get are in the Facebook groups people tagging me the word of mouth and probably like if I put like a new mock-up of a website I've worked with or or um, you know, I, even the other day I put a story up on my Instagram of all the things I could do to help and I had someone reach out and want to work with me. So, um, um, yeah, I was like, oh, that actually works. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> great turnaround. Yeah. So I think I, I don't know about you, but I forget sometimes that, and again, it comes back down to like what you offer. Sometimes you've just got to be like, well, these are the things I offer and constantly remind people yeah. and, you might feel like it's more than what you actually do. But to be honest with you, I hadn't done a story saying these are the things that I offer in months. Yeah, it's such a good point. And it is something that is often forgotten. Um, yeah, good reminder for everyone listening. Let's all do a post or a story or something sharing what we offer, what we do, like even our mission. Like I think it's really important to keep that at the top of everyone's mind. That one and I find a little about you and about us because we're the ones in the business and I often find that all we do is share you know nutrition tips or like recipes if you want to go down that line of things and then we forget that people want to connect with the you yeah so so true do you have any tips to help people do that more often yeah so scheduling I know that it's a that's a naughty word (laughs) scheduling scheduling in um, your social media so whether you go grab a giant desk calendar and write down on Monday um, you know like generally like in the Facebook groups you'll say Monday is this and Tuesday is tips and Wednesday is this like kind of break down everything rather than looking at a blank piece of paper going I have no idea what to write yeah Um, so Monday could be, you know, on about you Tuesday or like let's say we're doing three days a week because you don't need to post every single day. Yeah. As long as the content is good and the hashtags are good, like don't overdo it because it just drains you. Yeah, it takes up a lot of time. Oh, gotcha. You could do Monday, this is about me. You could do Wednesday, um, turning around and saying something like, um, these are the things I offer and then say so Friday, this is what I've been up to during the week. And then the other two might be like, let's talk about vitamin D the week after and then you can kind of go well what do I want to talk about is that month going to be about a particular topic do you have a blog that you could repurpose for that particular topic and kind of gently guide people towards that way you don't necessarily have to niche like I did I, I niched into pregnancy preconception and postpartum yeah um because I, I absolutely love it mm-hmm. and a lot of my posts are towards motherhood and um you know burnout through to general general things like this is why you should have good levels of um, your b vitamins prior or have a look at your thyroid or all of those types of things 
I still see all these different things because I don't just generally go, I only see this. I go, well, I can work with whatever you work if you if you resonate with me. Yeah, amazing. There's some really good tips there. I like those. So what are some other things that you would say like are an important skills in your businesses that have got you to where you are today? Talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being able to hold a conversation with someone and, you know, just generally not being salesy like I I generally would rather be like hey do you need some help which is what I do in the hub I'd be like look here's all this help like just give me a ring yeah I'd rather have someone walk away going I got a little bit of help you know and that's great and whether they come and get some more help from me or we do some design work it doesn't bother me like I would rather build up this industry which is why I niched so they can help more people yes yeah love that and with clinic like I don't offer discovery calls because I give enough information of who I am and what I do and how I work on my website I do enough of that on my social medias like I I I probably put a post up or at least a story up every day every second day and it's just me in the kitchen you know like this morning was cooking porridge with my new thermomix or you know I'm I'm real life I won't be like there's this stagnant picture of me in my stories because it's behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So people know who I am between, you know, now and should they book a consult or now and um, do they want to work with me with design work? And I think the discovery call or at least like, you know, parting some information with tech for practice is important because it's kind of a daunting, scary process for quite a lot of practitioners. They don't know, you know, if that person's going to do what they want them to do. They don't even know what they want to do. Or they've worked with someone overseas and it just hasn't panned out. Yeah. I like that perspective of having the discovery call for the one business but not for the other. I think that sounds like the system you've got set up for both of those works really well in each area. Yeah, I was just finding in in clinic when I did start out and I was having these 15-minute discovery calls that it would just blow out and I'm like, well, this is a consultation. And the boundary wasn't there because I was really working hard on my boundaries. I was like, no, you need to come in and see me. And it was like, well, you're the wrong target for me. Like you're the wrong person. I don't want to work with you. If you just want to have 15 minutes of picking my brain, go to the health food store. Yeah. Yeah. So true. (laughs) (laughs) So did you find like business picked up after that? Or did you notice like a difference even in just like your time? Yeah. So I... I found with clinic, I definitely started to niche a lot more because I was getting really frustrated. I'd get someone in for cardiovascular disease and I'd be like, I don't want to do this. I feel terrible yeah. saying that, but like, it's not my thing. Whereas like if I had someone, they're like, oh, I'm having problems falling pregnant and this is what we've been doing. And, I, and usually now I just get a big email and I'm like, great, book in. Here's the link to Simple Clinic. Go and book in. Um, you know, if, if you are struggling to find time, because a lot of them are second time mums or third time mums, then just give me your details and I'll book you in and send you the invoice. It's all easy to do. But um, the boundaries with that is quite easy to hold because there is no discovery call. Um, and because I've, yeah. you know, worked on my copy on my website and everything, it's definitely reduced with the time wasters. I did go through a stage where I was getting people coming in for an initial and whether I was just too blunt or um, gave them too much information, because that can happen, 
um, or they just wanted to try mm. it themselves. They just kind of would come and then maybe come for another and then wouldn't come back for a while. And then somehow through someone, I'd find out they'd had a baby. Oh, okay. Wow. So, I'm like, hey, <laughs> so um, definitely think for clinic, it was really like a really smart move to get rid of the discovery call. Um, yeah. and kind of streamline that because it does it does get busy and it does get messy. And then I did find I was jumping between writing treatment protocols on a day I should be doing tech work um, and tech work, yeah. you know, at late at night all the time. I'm like, I'm really tired. I can't do this. Um, so I had to kind of rein yeah. it in because because I love what I do. It was difficult. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is just, I just want to do it all the time, yeah. um, which <laughs> my husband doesn't really like me doing. <laughs> <laughs> of course Sun, Sunday afternoon when the sun's shining I'm go away I'm on my laptop doing some design work <laughs> at so, least you have that freedom to do it from anywhere that's like I do I do and I I, I did say I was not going to bring my laptop up on our 13 hour drive but yep. to be honest with you <laughs> um, I don't remember the last time I had 13 hours non-stop yeah it'll be a much yeah. needed break for you then yeah, I'm actually planning on listening to a couple of podcasts. Amazing. Um, so you mentioned in there that you use Simple Clinic. Do you find that is helpful? Hands down, the best thing I ever did for my clinic. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. To so prior to that, I was using Acuity. Yeah. Um, which was good, but it was missing those bits. So I was finding that I wouldn't like write my notes in or I'd forget to book someone in and it just didn't have those um industry specific elements that I needed so yeah yeah I've been working with 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 simple clinic I've been using them for oh gosh I'd say at least I'd say at least 12 months but I can't be exactly right yeah um and it would go from booking prescription I press a button it gets sent to Araya Araya is amazing and they post it straight out to your client and it's just so streamlined so instead of me spending hours going treatment protocol products order them through whatever company I was going to order them through make sure they'd gotten there make sure the person had paid like it just it got rid of all this guff and this admin that was stressing me right out Mm, oh that's so helpful yeah they streamlined all of that oh cool yeah is Araya like Vitaly or yeah so they are they're not necessarily like Vitaly but they're more like they over in Perth, we've got Renner and we've got Oborn. I know Oborn's over in a couple of the other states as well. So they're another wholesaler, yep. but they've paired up with okay, Simple cool. Clinic. So you literally can just press the button and it pops awesome. up saying, I want to order, you know, this, this and this, and you, you tick it and then it it generates the order. You don't have to go in, log into Araya and order that person's stuff with their name and their address um, and all the things. So it just makes it faster. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's, yeah, so much more convenient. I love the sound of that. Definitely. I feel like Clinic is this nice, well-oiled machine. Mm. It's doing its job, you know, like I can go, I'm grateful, I can go back to it, you know. I'm, I'm in my 30s, I've got plenty of time. I can go and do what I want to do and I can consult, consult if I want to, I don't have to. Um, yeah. It just depends where I'm, where I'm at, what I want to do. Yeah, amazing. That's a good place to be. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about what your typical week looks like. Is there any more of like a breakdown? I suppose you've kind of gone through that already, haven't you? Like the week is for the design stuff and the Saturday is for your clients. Um, what advice would you have for other 
nutritionists, naturopaths, natural health professionals who do have another skill set, something like how you've got all your um, graphic design, web design, and if they want to um, use that as well as their nutrition or naturopathy degree? Do it. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Just just make sure you've got a bit bit of a plan there. So whether you look into doing a business plan or a marketing plan, make sure your business name is sound. Um, But go and do it because like sometimes you don't have clients booked in and you're worrying about cash flow. Sometimes you don't feel like consulting because it's very draining. So having, having this alternate thing is not a bad thing. You don't have to solely be a health practitioner. You can do other aspects. I know people that do, um, you know, copywriting. I know practitioners that really enjoy this whole other side like I do. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I really love doing design work and I really love doing consulting. And it wasn't until I had my son that I went, oh, I could actually do this as an actual business. I'd been doing it for years on and off just for fun. So if you've got this thing that you enjoy doing, just because you're a health practitioner does not mean that you don't have to do it. Yeah, true. And even like you did, you niched so that you're helping health practitioners. Yeah. So that's it they could potentially do with whatever their other skill set is and generally I find with health practitioners is that we're trying to wear all the hats you know we're trying yeah. to run a business we're trying to social media market we're trying to write a newsletter we're trying to write a blog we're trying to look at what this website is and uh, no idea how to change those things through to accounting through to consulting through to ordering through to bookkeeping like you cannot do it all <laughs> it's crazy when you put it like that isn't it it's I like, know wow. <laughs> but yeah we do all those things (laughs) and then we say sure I'll give you an extra half an hour in your consultation don't worry about the charges because we just give and we care and I hear everyone that does that because I used to do it too yeah there becomes a line where you you need to you know treat it like a business yeah yeah have those boundaries yeah for sure. Yeah. So do you ever find it hard balancing the two separate businesses and the two different niches um, and marketing both of those? Or have you sort of got a good system down pat now? I feel like after a lot of trial and error, I've got a good system down pat. But I, um, I'm i honest, I would probably message a few of my friends in the industry and just go, why do I run both businesses sometimes? Because it does get really, it does get really overbearing sometimes just with the demands of clients and then, you know, clients not reading emails going, you need to reorder something, click here. And you're constantly kind of baiting. I find um, naturopathic clients a little bit more. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. I have heard similar feedback from a lot of people in clinic saying that the emails and like, yeah, that back and forth yeah. is a lot of work. <laughs> yep. Yep. Which is why I try and like have that little time block out of, you know, uh, the other night I was messaging a new client who's got a two-week-old and it's 11 o'clock at night. And I went, you know what, if I don't message this, she's going to have a really rough night. So that's okay because I was awake. But generally I try and stick within these things that they need to kind of stick within those boundaries. Um, yeah. And I have a whole automated system when it comes to tech for Prax. I actually set up a, um, a CRM with Dubsado. So Dubsado is a client management system um, and mm-hmm. I'm using that. So... 
um, should someone email me, it pops them into the system, it emails them out my price list and things like that. So I'm not getting there. How much is it for this or how much is it for that? Like automations are amazing and I highly recommend that you do them because otherwise you're spending most of your time emailing back information that should be on your website that they probably don't read. But also, yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> sort of having those things in there stepped out. So if someone wants to work with me and have a website design, um, I'll either go, how tech savvy are you? Do you just want to give me a Word document? Do you want to fill out my form? Just make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Making it easy sounds like a good way to go. And I'm sure that's very appreciated by your clients too. Definitely. Well, yeah. What do you reckon you would attribute your success to to date? Hard work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think there's a lot of valued friendships and and. Uh, people I look up to and I've spoken to over the years that have definitely kept me going I've had moments where I've felt like throwing in the towel you know it just all Mm. feels a bit too hard or you know people aren't paying bills or people aren't you know replying back to me or you know they all do it's all at the same time and then you're like well this is too much to juggle um yeah but what kind of keeps me going is those relationships that I've built over the years or you know a lot of the time especially like because I'm in the in the natural medicine industry and the people I work with are natural medicine practitioners is just some of the beautiful conversations you have as you're building you know a site or doing branding I just get to know who they are and you know I haven't actually met probably most of the people I've worked with but yeah I really like to yeah so it's just really rewarding for me um but I've definitely can tell you now I work some crazy hours and I probably should take a, a bit of a step back from doing all of that because I'm being a very 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 bad naturopath <laughs> you need to practice your own preach I know <laughs> <laughs> oh dear what do you do in those times where it does get really hard and you do feel like throwing in the towel so I recently um, delved into human design and I've learned that I'm a projector. Oh, me too. Um, and, <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. So that actually um, opened up a lot of gateways in regards to how I function. And I used to be like, I need to be doing all these things and running with the balls and getting all these things done. And, um, you know, a lot of the people that I, I aspire to be like uh, generally, and I've worked this out now, generally have older kids. Yeah. So they don't have these little kids running around demanding of them. Yeah. Um, and they have their systems in place. So I've done one part of them. I, I did some reading and basically it's like go with the flow and feel what your energy is at. So I will often take work on and be like, do, 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 let's get this all done. This is amazing. And then feel really tired after and take a break. So now I literally schedule in a couple of weeks in the month I try not to take on too much and then I've realized that it's okay to book in advance like most designers actually are booked out three to four months in advance yeah makes sense and yeah you need to like allow yourself that space to rest as well so having that like advanced booking list would be a great way to be like no I know I've got clients coming up I can relax and not stress about money coming in because I know I've got clients coming up yeah, yeah. So then that's what I'm trying to do at this point in time because I'm looking at going and leave in about November is just get everything yep. kind of scheduled in. So I'm like scheduling all of my blogs in for everything. I'm scheduling like a quite a lot of my social media in, but I'm leaving space for those ad hoc ones of like, you know, here's us away on a holiday or this is what I'm up to right now. Um, but I learned last year that 
I was pretty depleted and exhausted. So I'm, I've worked pretty hard to, you know, I was going to acupuncture every week for the last 12 months, I'd say. Um, and I got a cleaner and I've got a few other things I can kind of went, if I work and I work hard, I can get these things that are going to help me because it's okay to have help. Yeah, it so is. That's such an important takeaway. Like it is okay to have help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then on top of that is learning like how I function, like I was saying before, with, um, you know, assignments for uni, I'd be 2 a.m. in the morning, like get it in and I'd get a HD and I'm like, wow, this is great. But I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel great. I feel, feel really tired. So um, yeah, coming back down to structure and boundaries and sticking to them. Mm, yeah. And that's been my biggest, biggest lesson is making sure that I stick with them and not being like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You can give it to me next week. And then waiting those three weeks, not hearing from someone. I'm like, no, well, this is what I need to get this job done. So if I don't have this stuff in, I can't get it done. Um, yeah. You know, it's not it's not my problem and it's not my fault. I just need to get that stuff done so I can do it. Yeah. And which happens a lot. Mm. Yeah. What do you do when that's the case? Like, do you find you have to follow up a lot? Good old reminding system in Dubsado. I set it up so um, basically if they don't get the form done, it reminds them every three to four days. Oh, yeah. Automations are honestly key. Yeah, <laughs> so helpful. Anything that you can take off your plate, like that's always going to be so beneficial so you can spend your time and energy doing all the other important tasks. Yeah, because, I mean, otherwise I'm texting or an, or I'm personally emailing or I'm ringing them going, what's going on? Like, why don't I have this thing? I can't make your design without it. Like, yeah, and it puts everything on hold, which causes everything else to go on hold. So, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good systems. I love it. Like, it's so cool hearing that you do have all these things in place to support you um, and keep things running efficiently so that it's not too taxing on you. Yeah, it's very helpful. Mm. I think the only one I've got to do is go turn on a notification for seeing when clients have paid for um, naturopathic products. So I just remember to go and order them. Yeah, (laughs) makes sense. Yeah. Good one. All right, now for a book question. So if you could recommend a book for every listener to read, what would it be and why? Oh, I'm not a big book person, um, to be honest with you. And everyone asked me at Christmas, what do I want for Christmas? I'm like, can you please just get me a natural book? (laughs) I tend to to kind of stick with like, you know, with Tricky or like all of the the industry-specific books because if I'm going to read, I'd rather learn. Yeah. Um, But my friend Victoria Brennan, she got me on to – Mike's book Profit First because uh, I was re- yeah I was review- reviewing all of my finances going right what do I need to do what I would like to get this where I want this to be um so I found Profit First a really good book to read awesome. um that was just sort of taking control back of your finances which is another sort of thing that I think businesses kind of need to um be mindful of yeah definitely without that area like we're not technically a business (laughs) no no exactly so and especially I found like that kind of opened up a bit of a thought process of how I run to run my business like thinking about all the passive things I could sell um you know and kind of how to market them and then how to like leverage my business even more um and then there's another book um by Mark Manson the subtle art of not giving a a few ck (laughs) yeah (laughs) that that speaks to me um I have forever been like oh no this person's going to be upset if I say this or you know like 
oh, I'll just get that done now. So again, like I've always struggled with my boundaries. Um, so reading, reading a really blunt book like that of just not, not stressing about the small stuff and not, um, you know, sort of not caring, yeah. <laughs> like being in, being in my truth, like, and not taking on that person's stress. Like I found that in consulting. If I had a client coming in and they've had, say, like a miscarriage, I'd be like, I'm gut, I'm gutted for them. Yeah. But then I'd be sitting there, you know, nine o'clock at night going, Oh my God, you know, like thinking about all these things. So yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoy that book as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. They sound like some good ones. I've definitely heard good things about both of them. So I'm adding them to my read. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're oldies, but they're good, you yeah. know. Yeah. And that's great. Like, I think there's some, like the other day I read a book from like the thirties and it was still so relevant. I was like, how did they like yeah. just get this so spot on? Um, and obviously that wasn't a health related book. It was more a mindset one, but um, yeah, I think old books have gems as well in them. Yeah, they certainly do. I think, I mean, if I'm not, if not doing that, I definitely listen to a lot of like frequencies and meditations and sort of, um, it's definitely a plan, a plan for me to sort of start listening to a few more podcasts because I started listening to one about uh, from other website designers and like the cringy clients they'd been through or, you know, things that they'd found really good in their um, in their design business because it does get pretty isolating being a health practitioner and it does get really isolating being a website designer, Yeah. Um, particularly so hardcore niched um, that there's only a couple of us that do this, but I just feel like if you don't have those um, friendship circles, or you don't have those Facebook groups, or you don't have those connections or even a, a podcast or a book, then you're kind of in your own head. Yeah, so true. And yeah, connection is such an important part of health and mental health and everything. Definitely. I don't think my husband's got that um, ability to understand what it really is like running a business. Yeah. He works for a government agency. So it's sort of, um, you know, I'm running around like a headless chook trying to get the tax done for tax and the bath done and the marketing sort of before we go away on holidays and all these things. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, do you have to do that? <laughs> yes, who else will? <laughs> I know. Me. Yeah. Oh, that all sounds like this has been so insightful. It's really interesting hearing how you work and how you do accomplish what you do accomplish. And it's very impressive. Um, but do you have any parting words of advice or wisdom for the listeners today? Don't just sit there stressing about trying to get something done. Go and ask for help. And if you got the ability to go and outsource it yes yeah I love that it's really important because often we can get really caught up being like got to figure out how to do this and go down the YouTube rabbit hole and the Google oh, rabbit yeah. hole and spend hours and hours and hours of our time trying to figure it out when we could literally just pay someone to help us with it and have saved ourselves hours <laughs> yep because whilst you can go and consult someone else can go and get the other side of it done yeah. you, like I said before you you can't do everything yeah and that's why I do what I do and that's why there's a lot of health practitioners that do other aspects of it as well we all have our things that we love yeah so true I love that it is becoming more of like a collaborative um sort of community as well rather than or what I'm trying to bring about definitely is more of that yeah collaboration not competition um, and just no, exactly. like we can all succeed. There's a lot of people that need help with their health. Um, so why not all help each other grow and be able to help more people together? Definitely. 
No, I agree with you completely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, where can the listeners find you so they can follow along and check out all the amazing work that you do? Yeah. So you can find me on my website, which is techforprax.com. Yeah. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram with the um, handle techforprax. Yeah. Um, if you want to go find me on my clinic, then it's just my name, Chanel Seguin. Yeah. Amazing. And then if you really want to go that next level, I can get into your inbox, go and join my newsletter list. <laughs> yes. It's always a good place to be. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Chanel. It has been so much fun chatting to you. And I hope the listeners have enjoyed this as much as I have. It's been, yes, yeah, so insightful learning from you. Thank you so much for having me and um, having my podcast. This has absolutely been great. It's my absolute pleasure. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it, and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me, and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality. Thank you.